The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to listen to Jesus, but the Pharisees and scribes began to complain, saying, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. So to them Jesus addressed this parable. A man had two sons, and the younger son said to his father, Father, give me the share of your estate that should come to me. So the father divided the property between them. After a few days, the younger son collected all his belongings and set off to a distant country where he squandered his inheritance on a life of dissipation. When he had freely spent everything, a severe famine struck that country and he found himself in dire need. So he hired himself out to one of the local citizens who sent him to his farm to tend the swine. He longed to eat his fill of the pods on which the swine fed, but no one gave him anything. Coming to his senses, he thought, how many of my father's hired workers have more than enough food to eat, but here am I dying from hunger. I shall get up and go to my father, and I shall say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. Treat me as one of as one you would treat me as you would treat one of your hired workers. So he got up and went back to his father. And while he was still a long way off, his father caught sight of him and was filled with compassion. He ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. But his father ordered his servants, Quickly, bring the finest robe and put it on him. Put a, f- a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Take the fattened calf and slaughter it. And let us celebrate with a feast. Because this son of mine was dead and has come to life again. He was lost and has been found. Then the celebration began. Now the older son had been out in the field and on his way back as he neared the house, he heard the sound of music and dancing. He called one of his servants and asked what this might mean. The servant said to him, your brother has returned and your father has slaughtered the fattened calf because he has him back safe and sound. He became angry and when he refused to enter the house, his father came out and pleaded with the elder brother. He said to his father in reply, look all these years I served you and not once did I disobey your orders. Yet you never gave me even a young goat to feast on with my friends. But when your son returns, who swallowed up your property with prostitutes, for him you slaughter the fattened calf. He said to him, My son, you are here with me always. Everything I have is yours. But now we must celebrate and rejoice because your brother was dead and he's come to life again. He was lost and has been found. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ.
The prodigal son is the perfect passage by which you can do what is often called an Ignatian meditation, which means you can place yourself inside the story and pray about where, where you are in this whole drama. The drama of the prodigal son, where is this drama playing out in your own life? If this is happening in your life, then who in your life is the rebellious son? Who in your life is the elder brother? And who in your life is the prodigal father? We can pray about those things and especially ask the question, which of those three characters are you at this moment? Are you the, the rebellious son, the younger son? And if you are, at what point in the story are you? Have you just recently rebelled and now you need to return? return to the Father, or have, has that already happened? You've returned to the Father and now you're enjoying his warm embrace and, and having a party because you feel the unconditional love and acceptance and forgiveness of the Father. Where are you in this drama? Are you the elder brother who is also rebellious? Who is also rebellious? He's proud and arrogant. Is that you and me? Is that, is that where you are in your life? Are you, have you got your hands folded and refuse to welcome back someone who's returning from a, a wayward journey? And finally, go ahead and allow yourself to ask, are you the father in this story? Because Christ tells us that that we are his ambassadors. St. Paul says we are the ambassadors of Christ here on earth. So, and St. Teresa of Avila says, these are, Christ's feet, uh, these are Christ's hands, these are Christ's feet. We are supposed to play the role of Christ on the earth. And so perhaps that's where you are. Maybe there is someone who has strayed and they're coming back and you're called to be the prodigal father at this time. Where are you? This is a wonderful way to pray. You can imagine yourself in this story and imagine who are the other two people in your life that play the other two roles. And then speak to God, have a conversation with God about that. One little suggestion I might, I might recommend to you, we've all reflected on the prodigal son many times. We've often uh, reflected just on the past, the story of the 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 young son who went away and then came back, reflected on the past and reflected on the present moment, the moment when the son returns and the, the elder brother refuses to come in, that's the present. Perhaps in our prayerful imagination, our Ignatian meditation, we can carry it forward. What's gonna to happen tomorrow, next week, five years from now for these three characters? That's an interesting way to go about this prayer. These are my reflections when I pray about that. You know, the younger son, if it's true that he has sinned through vice, through sex, drugs, and rock and roll, so to speak, if that was his sin, if it's vice that was the sin, then my experience as a pastoral counselor is that those who have addiction to vices often slip. They often fall off the wagon again later. So we tend to think of the younger son coming back, coming back to the farm, and they all live happily ever after. But there's a really good chance that the, this poor young boy is addicted to some sort of vice. 
and he's going to slip again. And what will that mean for the other two characters? The elder son, it's very interesting in the story, as a cliffhanger in the story. We don't know what the elder son's going to do. He, he does not embrace his father when his father goes out to beg him to come into the party. There's a purposeful cliffhanger here. And it's because it's much easier, honestly, for someone to come back from vice than it is for someone to come back from pride and arrogance. That's a lot harder to come back from. So he too might change, might stay the same. The one thing we know will stay the same is the father. The father stays the same. He stays the same in the past, in the present, and we know he'll stay the same in the future. Unconditional love, which is what we're all ultimately called to.